that we are experiencing. We pray that Jesus would be exalted at all times. Now, God, move the preacher out of the way, convict, convince, if need be convert. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Church, amen. amen. Church, amen again. I am so proud of our church, thankful for all of you. Truly, God is an awesome God. When the tough, amen, when hard times come, the tough needs to get going. We need to take a licking and keep on ticking. Don't let anything discourage you. Be steadfast unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Here's why. For your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. And be not weary in well-doing. For in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Turn to your neighbor and say, I can't faint. Due season is coming. God bless you. We're in Galatians chapter, uh, I want to go to Galatians chapter 5 first. And I want to begin at verse 1, which was introduced sometime last week. And then I'm going to work back and forward. Stand fast, therefore. The preposition, therefore, means you've got to go back into the fourth chapter to understand the third, second, and first chapter, understand what Paul is saying. And once you understand what he's saying, you can stand fast. This standing fast is in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. Christ hath, past tense, already made us free if you're saved. And be not entangled again with the various yokes of bondage. Connection and connectivity are Two interactions which interface, which influence, and even interfere one with the other. Spiritually, in the realm of sin, S-I-N, singular, when you see sin in the singular, it is not what we commit. It is an operation going on. And uh, when we begin to look at this realm of sin, we are connected back to Adam's original sin. Adam was the federal head of the human race. When he sinned, we sinned. When he died, we died. Every time a baby is born, you, you, you chuckle, you, you put your finger in the baby's face, you, you hold the baby, but that baby stands for hell. 
because that baby's only got one nature. Now, theologically, I believe Jesus made provisions at the cross for infants because in order to be saved, you have to be cognizant. You got to be able to reason that Jesus died for my sins, was buried and rose again. Ask him to come into your life. Repent. A word we don't use no more. We got to repent and ask Jesus to come in. So that baby is stamped for hell because it has an Adamic nature. Look how a baby acts. No, give me my toy. <laughs> Some babies will spit on you. Come on now. Then when you get to the terrible twos, they start acting out. And it's amazing, I was saying this morning, with my old nature, because I wasn't saved, uh, being raised by my parents, I didn't know what a temp temper tantrum was. I never got to see as a robot fell on the floor and started screaming. I never spit at my mother. There was something about that rod, that broom, that ironing cord, that shoe, that told the old nature, you better sit your backside down. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I never could say what to my mother. She said something to me, I said, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Never could call her by her first name. Can I get a witness? I didn't even know her first name. I thought her first name was no. You knew you were loved if a plate was on the table. Do I have a witness? There were rules. Yeah, responsibilities. And every home had their little doctrine. Isn't that right? Y'all getting quiet on me. Fact of the matter is, is that everybody born has this Adamic nature which makes you hell bound. As an Adam all die, first Corinthians fifteen twenty two, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Jesus is the last Adam, not the second Adam. The first Adam is Adam, the last Adam. And 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 then you gotta go back to Genesis because I don't have time. Come out on Wednesdays, I'm dealing with different books. When Adam and Eve sinned and covered themselves in fig leaves, God put a cherubim with a flaming sword in front of the tree of life so they couldn't damn themselves for eternity. That was love, right? And then God must have killed an animal, shed blood, because without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins, and God covered them. You got to be covered in the blood. Romans chapter 4 talks about justification, adoption, and being saved by faith. We're saved by grace, love we don't deserve, through faith and nothing else. Nothing else. Faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. So this connectivity, and we don't, uh, I got two weeks on connectivity. The first connectivity was back to our past with all its pain and uh, abusive authority and 
we are still functioning from the past. Our reasoning, our relationships, we're still functioning from the past. Maybe you had a hard upbringing that you still are angry at. And that is impacting you today. Maybe some things happened that floored you, that is still impacting you today. Jesus wants to come in and deal with the pain of the past like he did the woman at the well. Remember that? I got to repeat this because y'all don't come to church every week. That is the woman, the woman at the well talked about water, worship, but then Jesus hit her wounds. Go call your husband. I have no husband. You have five of them. And the one you're with now is not your husband. Your wound is that you keep trying to find, uh, Lord have mercy, you keep trying to find happiness in the wrong places. If you drink the water that I give you, it'll be a well in you. Do I have a witness? That is, and she said, I perceive you a prophet. Then she dropped the water dish, ran into the town and said, come see a man that told me all that I ever did is not this to Christ. Now, baby, I'm with you because if Jesus tells me all that I ever did, I'm going to worship him. Can I get a witness? That, that we, we do have psychologically, emotionally, mentally these impacts from the past. We've had some hard times in the past. And God, the Holy Spirit said, I'm healing all that. The buck stops here. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and this connectivity is dealing with our going back to Adam, the first Adam who had sin, selfishness, and a satanic system uh, trying to control and bring conflict into his life. Now, once we are saved, there's no eradication of the flesh nature. Once we are saved, it does not mean the old nature goes away. The old nature is still in place. The impulses of the old nature are still making demands. Do I have a witness? But the Bible says that God has destroyed the power of the old nature. The word destroy does not mean annihilate it. It means render it inoperative. So when the old nature tells me to get a fifth of liquor, amen, and drink it, I can say no. I can say no to drugs. I can say no to fornication. I can say no to pornography. Uh, if I hit your sin, just say amen. I can say, I can say no, 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 because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. The other thing is, now I'm dogmatic about doctrine for a reason. There's nobody in the Old Testament that had two natures. Uh, the, the two nature concept came at Pentecost when the Holy Spirit baptized on the burial of Jesus Christ and on the resurrection. Can I get a witness? Y'all getting quiet. David prayed, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. The influence of the Holy Spirit is what David was talking about. The Holy Spirit never lived in him. Once we get saved, the Holy Spirit lives in us as a down payment that we're going to see Jesus. It's expedient that I go away. If I go not away, the Holy Spirit will not come. And when he is come, 
Lord have mercy. He will lead you into all truth. He will not speak of himself. Lord have mercy. That tells us we couldn't have been the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. And, and, and so when you put all these scriptures together, we begin to see a culture of sin. A culture. I'm amazed. A culture of sin. That when I go back in my life, I see the enslavements of my sin. Hmm where I couldn't help myself. Yeah. Four tops. I just can't help myself. Lord have mercy. This stuff is deep. And just listen at the love records. Enslavement. Yeah. Um. Everything we were associated with before we got saved was satanically connected. Deception, direction, yeah, decisions. Uh, and what makes me praise the Lord is that God broke through before I was saved and played traffic cop. What was coming in my life and what was going out of my life? Can I get a witness? So, so when we begin to look at this culture, this culture in, in, in Galatians 5, therefore, go back to chapter 4, Galatians 4. Are y'all with me? Amen. I heard one Bible, Galatians 4. Praise the Lord. And I want you to begin, beginning at verse 21, but, 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 but uh, I want you to see this, what Paul, the apostle, is saying. He says that, uh, and, and, and let me synopsize what Paul is saying. Paul is arguing from the perspective of what in theology we call an allegory. Now, let me stop, pause apart. A simile is comparing two unlike things. All right, that's a simile. An allegory is a story or a poem with a deeper meaning. It's got a deeper meaning. It's not on the surface. You've got to fish for it. Are y'all are with me? And in Galatians 4... The allegory is there are, listen to this, there, there are two women, Sarah and Hagar, two sons, Isaac and Ishmael, two covenants, Abrahamic covenant and the law, hanging there with me, and two mountains, Sinai and Zion. What Paul is teaching, and promise came before law, Paul is teaching Lord have mercy, in this allegory, this deeper meaning, that these two are representative of the spirit and the flesh. He, he told, see, Sarah paid for her sin. She told her husband, Abraham, Abraham, 
I can't have no children, so come on into my 19-year-old Egyptian handmaid, and you don't hear no rebuttal from Abraham. No, baby, I can't do that. Uh, amen. And when Hagar got pregnant with Ishmael, who is the father of the Muslims and all the other Middle East people, she started teasing Saria. So Saria put her out. And God told Abraham, no, 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 put the woman and her son out. God told Abraham that. No, 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 no. Put the woman and the son out. Now, if you got a son at home over 50, put him out. Put him out. Don't him sit up there and eat all your food and belch. He ain't bringing no money. Anyway, let me get back to the scripture. That, 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 he said, put the woman out. And it's here in Galatians uh, 4, hang in there with me, I'm trying to teach you something, um, that when we look at verse 22, for it is written, that Abraham had two what? Sons. Right? The, uh, uh, the one by the bond woman, the Egyptian, Hagar, and the one by the free woman, Sarai. Now, now let me stop pausing apart because I, I know some of y'all got them at home. We pray for you. Blended families are tough. Blend, blended families, that's tough, man. Uh, you ain't my daddy. You ain't my mommy. Da, 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 da. Blended families can be something that has to be prayed about and approached with wisdom. Do I have a witness? Uh, it's hard enough with your genetics, huh? Can I get a witness? Now, now you're trying to facilitate somebody else's son. And, and, and it's doable, but it's difficult. Isn't that right? Y'all getting quiet. Let me look at the clock. In the name of Jesus. And we don't, we don't bring disdain to that. We just tell you what you're getting ready to get into. And it depends on the age, too. If they're young, then that's, that's doable. I mean, you know. Uh, I got people right now in church going through pure fire because their adult children don't like who they marry to. Y'all ain't getting this. Mm. And they're worried about the will. That's all it is. Don't cut me out of the will because you found that lumberjack somewhere. Can I get a witness? So the fact, fact of the matter is there's a family feud going on. Jesus. Some old lady said, Pastor Gordon, she said this about 25 years ago. She said, Pastor Gordon, she said, I hear you preaching. You, you, yeah, yeah. But when you die, we're going to find out the truth. I said, what truth? She said, when somebody's sitting in the back saying, that's my daddy. 
I said, no, baby, it ain't happening. Because Deacon Arm said them got orders to shoot them. <laughs> that, is, that ain't happening up in here, Doc. <laughs> Anybody but my three, take them out. <laughs> look, 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 look at this, look at this, look, look, look. Check it out. Uh, but he who was of the bondwoman was born after what? The flesh. Now, the word flesh is old nature. Amen. Meaning absence of God. But he of the free woman was of promise. Are y'all with me? And he says, which, thi which, which things are a what? An allegory, it has a hidden meaning. Lord, have mercy. For these are the two covenants. Two covenants. And, amen, he goes on to say, that one from the Mount Sinai, that's the law, which produces to what? Bondage, which is Hagar. The reason we got all this hell in the Middle East is because of Abraham's sin. If Abraham had never gone into Hagar, we wouldn't have it. But you got to understand, the Muslims, the Jews, and the Christians all go back to Abraham. He's our father. Lord, have mercy. Are y'all getting me? Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. And when he died, my God today. You know what I love about the Bible? The Bible don't only bring you good traits out, it brings you flaws out, doesn't it? Every time David is mentioned, Bathsheba, Uriah's wife, is next to him. He married somebody else's wife. He had the husband killed. Tragedy. Lord have mercy. Let me, let me move on before I get too close to your home. Look at this. He, he says in verse 25, for this, uh, uh, and, and, and then he goes on to say, amen, is Mount Sinai against Mount uh, Zion, Jerusalem is the principal city. Verse 25, but Jerusalem, which is above heaven, is free which is the mother of us all. Are y'all with me? Verse, come, come on now, verse, verse, come on, verse 27. For it is written, Rejoice, thou barren, that bearest not, break forth and cry, Lord, have mercy. And he says, This thing that travaileth not, for the desolate have many more children, Verse 28, now we, brethren, as what? 
Isaac was are the children of promise, new nature. Are y'all with me? So, so the deeper meaning is this, and then when you look at uh, verse 29, but as a man, hang in there with me, but as uh, them he that was what? Huh? He that was what? Born after the flesh. Watch this now. Did what? Persecuted. Here's the conflict between the, the, the two natures. The spirit. Are y'all with me? Nevertheless, what saith the scripture? Cast out the bondwoman and the son. Amen. In other words, here's what Paul is preaching. There is no coexistence between the two natures. You can't live by the flesh and live by the spirit. You can't mix them all up. So Paul says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty we are with Christ have made us free. The culture, the culture, the culture, sin was passed down to every generation. Every human being that was born had a sin nature. Are y'all with me? Sin poisoned and polluted. Sin uh, preempted God's will. The culture of the sin nature took effect. Now, 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 let me try to be transparent. That is, I participated in things in my past before I got saved that I would never participate today in. Because I had one nature, and the impulses was me to feel good. Do I have a witness? Uh, hmm. My legacy of life was just having a good time. I was a pleasure seeker. That's it. That's it. And I never knew how bad I was until, Brother Lightfoot, the new nature came in. God never put the spotlight on my mess until he had a comparison. Do I have a witness? Yeah, 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 yeah. In the name of Jesus. I was telling him this morning, and you know, I was a pastor, and uh, something happened, and I told somebody, I said, you got three seconds to get out of my face. I'm on two now. And the Lord said, pastors don't talk like that. So I said, well, maybe three. That, that old nature will jump in, won't it? Won't that old nature jump in? That old nature jump in, man. It'll jump in in a heartbeat if you let it. But at least you have power to restrain it. Can I get a witness? See, 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 the whole premise of these two natures is that if, if somebody's laying in a casket here, they dead, yeah, and they like liquor, I can bring a fifth in here and put it under their nose. They will have no response. Why? Because they're dead. Once we are dead to sin, 
Satan cannot, with his impulses, entice us. Lord have mercy. He can't do it. Because now I got a power base on the inside to render it inoperative. I don't need pornography. I don't need to drink or get high. I don't need to cuss. Let me slow up. Let me let me slow up. I don't. I don't need to lose my temper. I don't need to be deceived by sin, selfishness, and Satan. It's it's a process. Are y'all are y'all with me? That 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 this conflict, this conflict, this culture leads to this conflict. This culture my God leads to this conflict. Mm. 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 Is heavy too. Mm. Um, we've had experiences where we made bad decisions based on logic and not based on the Holy Spirit. I have, you have. We made bad decisions. Um, And we live our decisions. You make a decision, you got to live with it. Can I get a witness? Well, you know, I, I don't know if I I don't know about this marriage. Well, you married him. We tried to tell you. We we were blowing trumpets. We we were hitting cymbals. We we broke your window. We was trying to get your attention, but you. And see, our parents, you made your bed hard. You got to what? You got to lay in it. Now, now that's, that's, that's not lacking mercy. It's just trying to help people along. What the preacher needs to tell you, it doesn't matter who you marry. You're going through conflict. It may not be the same conflict you're going through now. Can I get a witness? Because we are sinful people. Do I have a witness? Sinful, sinful, sinful people. I go around the church and I hug the sisters and kiss them on the cheek. And uh, this morning I come back, my glasses are full of grease. Some of y'all got jerry curls and you, you got all this stuff. Now, please, pastor loves you. But when I kiss you on the cheek and walk away, and I can't see. So so Kim gave me some things to clean my glasses. So I'm trying to miss the hair. In the name of Jesus. Oh, they don't like that. Because the word hypocrite is actor. The word actor 
is cover up. The word cover up is makeup. We're, we, we are portraying something we're not. So you're in the mirror, you're putting on stuff, Maybelline and all that, and come to church, you look good, and if I take a wet rag and go like this, I'm looking at something else, Doc. Like Frankenstein, wine, music, and we love you. I had sulfur aid in my fro, I had ultra ultra wave in my dew. Do I have a witness? Yeah. Check it out. Go back to Romans chapter 7. And uh, in the name of Jesus. Romans chapter 7. And I want you to see uh, conflict. Now, I've taught this for 32 years, and I want to synopsize the text, but um, there are six laws in Romans, five of which are in chapter 7. Six principles, the word laws, principles, six principles. And interesting enough, and this is why you have to be a student of the word to dissect uh, chapter 7, beginning of verse 1, is the law of marriage. It, it doesn't say everything about marriage. You don't go to this text to discern divorce. Are, are you all are with me? It's just picking up the principle of marriage. And the principle is, if you're married, you're only obligated to the person as long as they live. When they die, you're free. God, Paul is using that to teach that we are only obligated to the flesh until Jesus becomes our, uh, sets us free through his death, burial, and resurrection and becomes our new husband. Do I have a witness? Hey, he, it's, it's the principle of marriage, it's the principle... Uh, of, of the law of Moses, the law of sin and death, the law of the flesh, the law of the mind. There are like five laws in Romans chapter 7. And Paul is teaching us that as long as we're under these laws, there is no freedom. What do you mean by that? Well, we're going to examine the conflict in this text. So when you get to Romans chapter 7 and right around verse 15, are y'all with me? Please be with me. Pastor loves you. Amen. Rome, Rome, Romans 7 and go, go back up to Romans 9. He said, uh, but if they cannot contain, let them marry for it is better. I'm, I'm in Corinthians. Oh, Lord, I don't want to go there, Doc. Maybe the Lord wants you to hear that. But anyway, in, Rome, in Romans chapter 7, verse 15, are y'all with me? This thing is tight. Go, go back up to verse 14. For we know that the law is what? Spiritual. The Ten Commandments, the 400-something uh, principles of the Decalogue, they were spiritual. 
That, that's not the problem. But the law was never meant to make you perfect. The law was never meant to justify you, to declare you righteous. The law was a schoolmaster to lead us to Christ. We kept stumbling at the law of Moses, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, and we need help. Do I have a witness? Hanging there with past. I'm trying to teach you something. Now, uh, he goes on to say in, in chapter 7, hanging there with because this is a heavy chapter, he says, verse 3, so then it, while her, what? Husband liveth, that's the law of marriage. He moves on to the law of Moses, the law of sin and death, the law of the flesh, the law of the mind. We get down to verse 14, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal. And I'm what? Soul under sin. Can I get a witness? Yeah. For that which I do, I allow not. See the conflict? That which I do, well, what are you doing? That which I do, I don't like doing it. I mean conflict, flesh and spirit. Hello. Hello. Hmm. Deep. I was sharing this morning back in, my grandmother died in 86. I was in South Philly, I had a suit on, I was a minister, I wasn't a pastor, and I was getting out of my car going to see my grandmother, and uh, this relatively nice looking girl came up to me and she said, hi, I said, how you doing? I had tracks in my pocket and all. She said, for $5, I'll spend the whole night with you. I said, baby, you need Jesus. She said, oh, here's another one. I said, you're going to hell, baby. You need Jesus. That was the new man. Are y'all are understand what I'm saying? Just a new man. The old man, you would have said, let's, I would have said, go. Because I was weak, wounded, and entangled in sin. Are y'all with me? Now, between the two, I struggled. Between the new man, the old man, so I go in my pocket and I go up to, I didn't witness to, to ugly people, so I take my track and I give them a track. I said, Jesus loves you. Well, thank you. I said, can you put your number on it, please? Still struggling. <sighs> You're such a nice man. Thank you. Struggling between what? The natures. Some of us get upset, we go buy a bottle. I need to go back, try to alleviate this. Mm-hmm. Or you start smoking something again. Mm-hmm. Mm. In the name of Jesus. We went down Zacharias years ago at 13th and Arch. I had a team of people that came to my Bible study Annette used to come to my Bible study. She went to deliverance. She was from Germantown. We, we had, we, I, I said, I said, Friday night, we're going down to Zacharias with tracks. We're going to go in and we're going to witness. 
and everything was in Zacharias. Did you hear what I said? Everything. You name it, it was up in there. Transvestites, everything was in there. So when we got to Zacharias, we walked in the door, and I, you know, we fired up, we done prayed, we walked in the door, and I sat at the bar, and I gave somebody a track, and I said, Jesus loves you. You know, you know the owner didn't say nothing, but uh, some of the people that were with me was like Lot, Lot's wife. They turned to a pillow of salt. You understand what I'm trying to Because they start looking back. Do I have a witness? And one of my dear brothers in front of the old gallery, we out there witnessing on the payment, man. We giving out 800 tracks a week trying to get people saved. And this limousine pulled up right in front of us. It was Les Johnson, my, my, my partner. Limousine pulled up in front of us. And these girls, they looked like they were Hollywood movie stars with micro mini skirts on. They got out of the limousine. They, they said, hi. And uh, Les took all his tracks and threw them down. <laughs> said, that's it. I'm out of here, Doc. I said, Les, you can't do that. I stopped picking the tracks up. And while I was picking the tracks up, I kept looking in the limousine. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> 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 we struggle. With the impulses of the flesh nature. Lord have mercy. The conflict. I'm glad you can laugh. You ain't laughing at me, you're laughing at yourself. The conflict in verse 15 for that which I do, what? I allow not, and that which I would that I do. I hate that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now, amen, then it is no more I that's doing it it's the sinful impulses of the flesh. Mm. For I know that in me, uh, uh, I know that inside of me, are y'all with me? What does it say? Huh? That flesh nature dwelleth in me, there's no good thing that comes from it, and how to perform that which I find not, for the good that I would, I do not, but the opposite. Now, verse 29, I believe, now if I do that, I would not, it is no more I. What is the middle letter of sin? I. You can't sin unless I gets involved. He, he says, I, Lord have mercy, that do it, amen. Are you with me? And the sin nature, the sin process, the sin operation that dwelleth in me. Are y'all with me? See, this is called progressive sanctification, and most, most churches don't teach this. 
You're either saved or you're not saved. Um, that, that is not true. I find in the law that when I would do good, he was always with me. So Paul was 20 years saved when he wrote this. So Paul finally gets to the frustration point and says, Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall, no, not notice he didn't say what, who shall deliver me from the body of his death. Now, part of Roman law was when you committed murder, they would put the corpse on your back and tie it to you and make you walk around with it. So you can smell your crime. The decomposition, the rigor mortis would set in, you walking around. And he says, oh, wretched man I am, who shall deliver me from the body's death? And he says, but thanks be to God through Jesus who gives us the victory. Only Jesus can give us the victory. Only Jesus can give us the victory. He moves from connection to conflict, from conflict now to conversion. And it's interesting that when you get to Romans chapter 8, now let me give you the context, the conversion and the conquership from the connection and the conflicts is the sixth law. It's called the law of the spirit, which wipes out the other five laws. The law of the spirit is the law of the Holy Spirit based on my faith in Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. Because I now am exercising the law of the spirit, I'm free from the law of sin and death, free from the law of the mind, free from the law of Moses, free from the law, free, 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 free. Huh. Why am I free? I, 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 I thought, I, I was waiting for you to ask. Why am I free? Because I don't even know what to pray for as I ought. But the spirit, the paraclete, Lord have mercy. He's praying with intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Because he is praying, all things are going to work together for good. They're not going to work together for good because God gave you a charm. They're working together for the good because the Holy Spirit is the one praying. The Holy Spirit is the one protecting. The Holy Spirit is the one promoting. The Holy Spirit is the one in the facing. Uh, you don't even know what to pray for as you all. But he prays with utterings. He ain't talking about tongues. That cannot be interpreted. Meaning, once I'm saved, God the Holy Spirit, Jesus is interceding for me in heaven next to God the Father, and the Holy Spirit is interceding for me on earth. He's praying. He's praying 
for my keeping power. He's praying for my mental power. He's praying against all my impulsive weaknesses. He's praying. Therefore, all things are working together for the good. Three groans, the groan of the Holy Spirit, the groan of sin, the groan of creation. Everything is groaning to be redeemed. Do I have a witness? And I'm so glad that the Holy Spirit is groaning for me. I'm so glad that the Holy Spirit is praying for me. I'm so glad that all things are working together for the good of them who love the Lord and them who are called according to his purpose and I have nothing to do with it. It's a benefit of my salvation because I'm saved, blood washed, blood bought. John 3, I'm regenerated. You must be born again. There's a regeneration going on in my mind, in my heart, in my will, in my history. God, do I have a witness up in the house? I'm a new man. And can I get a witness? Whom the Son of set free is free indeed. I'm a new man. I'm a man on his way to glory. I'm a man on his way to beautiful land. I'm a man who's already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I'm only going to die once, but I was born twice. I was born physically, and I was born spiritually, and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Do I have a witness? I am blood washed. I belong to Jesus Christ. Say yeah. Say yeah. He's worthy. So when I get discouraged, when I feel like throwing a towel in, I need to make my way back to Galatians 5 and be not weary in well-doing. I need to make my way back to Romans 8 and 28. And we know, don't we know? We know that all things are working together for the good of them who love the Lord and according, according to his purpose. Uh, uh, thou will give you perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because you trust in him this is all about faith Lord I need healing but I got faith you're going to bring it Lord my children need to be straightened out but I got faith you're going to bring it Lord my money's funny but I got faith you're going to bring it Lord, I didn't want to get out of bed this morning, but I got faith. You're going to bring it. And if you have the faith of the size of a mustard seed, say to the mountain, move. You got to start speaking to the mountains. Move in the name of Jesus. Do I have a witness? You got to speak forth. You got to call things that be not as though it already was. I dare you to live by faith. I dare you to understand the culture, the conflict, and the conversion. We are on our way to victory. We are more 
conquerors through him who love us. Here's what you tell somebody. I may be messed up this morning, but the Lord is going to deliver me. I already got the victory. So let me shout now for what's getting ready to happen. Let me praise the name of Jesus right now for what he's getting ready to do. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. See ya. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, eyes closed. We all connected to conflict. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Give your life to Jesus. Don't leave here unsaved. Kobe Bryant was 41 years old. You're not promised tomorrow. You must be born again. Jesus paid the price for your salvation. It's free to you, but it cost him something. Can I get a witness? He died. He was buried. He rose again the third day with all power in his hands. If you want to be saved, raise your hand or join our church in your Christian experience. Raise your hand. It's the greatest church in the world. Raise your hand. Put your hand up. Put your hand up if you want to come in. Come on, come on. If your hand is up, come on in. Come on down. Praise the Lord. Come on down. Come on down. We love you. We love you. We love you. I'm a priestess word. We love you. Come on down. Come on down. It's it's well. It's well with my soul. Isn't it well? Isn't it well? Come on, baby. Give me a hug. Come on. It's well. Turn around here, baby. Sir, God bless you. Turn around, please. Turn Turn it. No, no, no. Come here, baby. Come here. Come here, baby. Come here, baby. Come here. Where's she trying to go to heaven? Come here. Come here. Come here. Turn, turn around. Turn around. Turn around. Turn around. Come on, baby. You got it. Come on. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when storms like sea billows roll, whatever my lot is, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, say it, it is well with my soul. Thank you for coming. You may follow the minister. Lord bless you. Thank you, sir. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Now, this coming Wednesday, Pastor is going to do a major thrust of biblical exposition theology, and you need to be here at 8 o'clock. Praise the Lord. And uh, come out to the women's Bible study, the men's Bible study, whatever. Come on out. Difference is I use the Bible. Come on out. Praise the Lord. We thank God for you. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Christ. Thank you for my lovely wife, my family. Thank you for all your benefits. Thank you for a platform of connection, culture, and conversion. We better understand what we're going through. Give us the victory right now in Jesus name change our thinking change our hearts change our minds change our wills and help us to decrease while you increase in Jesus name amen see you Wednesday enjoy the Super Bowl we love you get a lot of hand clap come on now